normal then this is not the show for you please go somewhere else this is wyrd if it's getting weird it's got to be the weird mountain gals show you're listening to byron and alicia the weird mountain gals the dang fair did you go no oh no you know the reason, <laughs> no I, I would not go to this fair because they they have it over at the ag center and i appreciate that but they have this these giant pieces of gravel they're not like normal sized gravel it's big giant rocks and every time i try to walk through that place it kills my feet I, I just about turn my ankle. You know, I'm old now. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta be careful of that stuff. I'm not hurting my back. 
you know, or something. Well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say nothing about you being old or hurting your back, but I am going to say as many drunks as walk through there, you would think they'd be a little more conscious about how people have to move at the state fair, but they are not. They are not. Well, and you know, the other reason this cause, I always want to just, I want to people watch. I don't care about the rides. I did all those rides when I was younger. I like to people watch at the fair and I like to photograph and all of that. Matter of fact, I got one of my favorite photos of all time that I took at the fair. Uh, and it was like, I don't think I'll, I'll ever make a better photo ever. Than that. Yeah. But I, I, I love the idea of the fair. I used to love going to see Don Williams. Remember when he would come out and sing every year at the fair? Oh, my gosh, yes. I love him. I love little baby ducks. <laughs> Old pickup trucks, slow moving trains, yeah. rain. We used to we used to make up words, make up the words to that song. So, uh huh. And I especially worked. remember making up a different line for that second line after Little Baby Ducks. Yes, I know. <laughs> and it was not about trucks. No, but it did rhyme. Uh huh. Yes, it did. <laughs> Well, I, I got to tell you, on my way back, coming east on I-40 on yeah. Sunday, I heard a song, and I still can't get it out of my head. You know me with my, here I am traveling to Timbuktu, and here's some country music. And I don't, I don't, I can't call the name of the song, and this might be the name of it. It was so funny. And, and with the line in it that made me just just snort with laughter was, um, it was something about, oh, honey, it's so good to see you again after all these years. And and remember our, you know, times past and all, all that. But you are wanted by the police and my wife thinks you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Oh, my gosh. I laughed so hard. That says a lot. I love a good country song. <laughs> They tell a story, don't they? They always do. And then there was another one. I think this was on the classic country radio show. And it was, uh, it ain't my fault. The whiskey was the fault. No, the whiskey was the fault of the beer. The beer was the fault of, you know, being sad. And I was sad because you left me and blah, blah, blah. But it ain't my fault. And it's just a litany of a bunch of redneck jackassery. But it ain't my fault. I mean, I couldn't help it because, you know, and how many times have we heard that as, as Appalachian women? Oh well, but honey, it wasn't my fault. You know, I love you. Love you, honey. Love yeah. you. Uh, all the time. We all hear that all the time. time. From the politicians, from the utility uh -huh. companies, from the, the bosses over the companies. Yeah, we hear it. We hear it. Yeah. It ain't my fault. Well, and some of our politicians, we hear it from them. Not my fault. Y'all are persecuting me in this witch hunt. It's just a witch hunt. It's oh. a witch hunt. <laughs> How could y'all be so mean about me? Uh, you better not. We're going to come get somebody on your side. 
<laughs> so anyway. And I and said, well, let them. If they're breaking the law, go get them. That's care. what I think. Yeah, I don't care what side they're on. But if they're breaking the law, go get them. <laughs> Golly. That redneck. I'm guy. sorry to take you down that rabbit hole, but, <laughs> you know, right. you, you usually say, because what kind of music did you hear? Go yeah. in there and back again. Well, you've earwormed yourself and earwormed me so many times on this podcast. You'll say something, and I, oh my God, so many times. But you know what's so funny to me is how fast stuff leaves. I guess it's the top 10 or the top 20 or whatever. Yeah. It's not been that long since I was out on the road. And I didn't hear that song about, uh, I don't pray till I ain't got a prayer or whatever that song was. I didn't hear that once. I, I don't know that I've ever heard that song. I heard a whole mess of Jason Aldean, which is fine. He He's as good as anybody else, I guess. Yeah. What about um, that rich man, rich man? I did not hear that song once. It's not once. Because the whole country was about it last yeah. two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, you just got to wonder. I mean, the whole country talking about a, a country music song, and you think, well, but do people who listen to country music, are they listening to that? Well, <laughs> Apparently not. Not for long. They don't have a good long memory. I I was taken with the song, not that I agreed with any of it, um, but I was taken with the song because uh, it was really the guy's voice. Because when when he was singing, he's got a, he's got a sweet voice. He's got a sweet voice, and he was wailing. He was you know you can hear the anger and and disillusionment and. All of that when he was one of the rich man out of red. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he had a real strong voice. And I, I was taken yeah. with it. Then when I saw him and I saw that, oh, hey, he could be a relative. <laughs> he does look like your family. No kidding. He looked like family. And he was out in the country. He had that big red beard and big bright red hair. And yeah. he was out in the country and there was two or three dogs running around. And it's like, wow, I feel like I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's had supper at my mamma's at least once. You know? He's my cousin twice removed. I and I remember his mama used to, years ago, <laughs> she's the one, she smoked Chesterfields, you remember? And then she always made the best iced tea, I swear. Yeah, that's, uh, you got it down pat. Down pat. Well, so tell me about all your gallivanting around. Don't you like my word? Gallivanting? Yeah. Where's you got a fancy word like gallivanting? My grandma taught it to me. Gallivanting, I used to use, I mean, used to be used around me. And the other one, and I've used this before, I said this before on the show, scooter pooping. <laughs> scooter pooping around. That was and I guess that, I guess that's leftover from those old, uh, there's those old cars that when they started up, they'd kind of make a sound or they backfire somehow. Bam. Yeah. I guess that's how you scooter poop around in one of those. Well, um, I went to Middle Tennessee and I feel like Middle Tennessee has become my second home lately. Ah. I, went, I went to a town. I had to pass through Carthage and Sparta to get to Lebanon. Wow. It just was so funny. It's like, where am I again? Oh, yeah, that's right. Middle Tennessee. Very biblical. So I, 
it was in Lebanon, and you know, it's a straight shot. You go forty out through the Pigeon River Gorge. You get into Tennessee. You go past Knoxville, and you go past the turnoff to Chattanooga, and you just keep going to. I don't remember what the exit was, but it exited you off onto uh, Highway 321. Yeah. You got on 321, five, six miles, and you're at the Cedars of Lebanon State Park. Okay. So it it is not complicated directions at all. And it's easy. It's easy. And, I, and it's a women's retreat I've been doing now for several years. And I just love it. I love the people. I love the state park. It's really pretty, and our our accommodation is very nice. You should come next year. I'm trying to talk Lisa into coming. I would love to, love to. You know, you always look forward to this one, and I can I hear do. your voice because out of everything you do all year, this is the one that you're like, oh, I'm all right. I'm going to go to this, you know. And you can always yeah. come back, and you're always kind of. Uh, you're thinking about it still for a little yeah, while. Yeah, I'm jazzed up. Yeah. And uh, one of the big organizers, Alice, she and I tried to do a, a workshop last year on keening. Yeah. And it just it just didn't quite work. But we, well, we retooled that thing this year. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. It was a wow. good, good workshop. Wow. And we And I built the fire. I built oh. the main fire. When, when you first sent me that video, which thank you, by the way, I I did not realize that it wasn't, a, you know, a professional animated GIF the first time I played it. And then uh-huh. I started looking at the shadows in the dark there, and I was like, oh, no, 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 this is private. Yes, yes. <laughs> thank you for sending it, though. It was, I've still got well. it. I want you to share that fire because, you know, you and I are never together of an evening when we can have a nice fire. Yeah. This needs this year coming up needs to be the different year. It well, it's going to be it's going to be different for me. I have I've been uh, invited to a couple of big events that I've never been to before. And I and I'm looking at my schedule for next year. I'm already booked for eleven festivals or conferences. Eleven, and I I just don't think I'm gonna do any more. I think that's it. Well, it's plenty. Well it's plenty. Do I need to remind you that you did say that last year too? You stopped. Uh, yeah, you, I, you, I probably did, and you probably should. But there was there was a woman called me today. She had gotten my card from the shop, and she wanted to talk to me about could I do a hand fasting for her. And I said, well, y- yes, I do do that, but you're going to have to give me some idea of when you want that done. Well, she wants it done in October. And I I laughed like a fool, and I said, "You do understand? Yeah, October has been booked solid now for months, and 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 she wanted it. They wanted it, and she was very sweet. And I'm not, you know, I'm not poking at her, but she wanted it up, probably a hour and a half away from here, is where they wanted to do it. 
And so that's me on the road for three hours and then maybe a two hour, hour and a half ceremony. Yeah. And I just said, I can't, I can't do that in October. Plus, I mean, I kind of have an ethical problem with people getting married during the dying season. That just feels, that feels wrong to me. Whoa. I mean, get married at Beltane, get married at Midsummer. But damn, and I know it's because they grew up loving Halloween and they want to get married at Halloween. I get all that. But to me, it just, uh, it does, it feels like a bad omen. Yeah, it feels, it, if, if you're cyclical in your own self too. I mean, you have seasons in your own body and yourself yeah. and on some level everybody does whether they realize it or not so i get what you're saying i do it's not in the fullness of something it's in the waning of something so yeah exactly it just feels like i mean i'm not saying a marriage that happens in the dark time of the year i'm not saying it's gonna fail or be hard or any of that but Marriage is hard enough without without uploading a bunch of extra stuff to it, I think. Well, but that's when a lot of people and I am doing one hand fasting in October. Are you? Yep. Well, but it's not it's not a religious thing. They are going to be here to see the fall colors. Okay. Well, that's a little different. So, so it is. A, it's a little different, but yeah. I noticed that you posted something this morning about your friends who are sad about Asheville. They're not my, they're not my friends or people on your, <laughs> people on your, people on your yes, Facebook, my Facebook friends. Yes. Yeah. have been posting about how sad they are at what Asheville's become. And then they'll say, I moved here 18 years ago or something. They're even sad about what we've turned into. Um, yeah. And, and it's getting pretty bad when that wave of people are are now saying, oh, Asheville's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they'll all move back to wherever the hell they came from. I doubt it. I doubt no, it. of course not. Mm -hmm. Well, and a lot of people on that on that thread were saying, well, I don't know. I came here from, you know, blah, blah, blah. And and it just was it was perfect, just what we wanted. And but my thought was, maybe you should have stayed where you were and tried to make that place better. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> but people don't do that because that's practical. But it's also work. It takes time. People want yeah. everything right now. And and my friend Lauren said, well, that's expecting humans to act like beavers and not like locusts which is what humans act like, locust. Yeah. Let me just go into a new place and uh, eat, eat up everything I need up. Yeah. Gosh. That, and then move on. You're right about that. You're so right about that. Oh, it was Lauren. That wasn't me. That was but that's just how we are. And and I said, well, yeah, we, we are more like locusts than anything else, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So, Asheville, well, we hit that yeah. If I sound like I'm a little tired of it, it's because I am. I'm ready to. I'm ready. Me too. Um, my neighborhood, we, they've closed off a section of Patton Avenue. Mm -hmm. So you can't you can't get out of my damn neighborhood. 
that way. And then now they're doing something down on Riverside Drive and you can't get out down that way either. It's like, well, I guess maybe I'll just stay home for a while. Just fly. Just fly. <laughs> That's because nobody gives a damn about the citizens. And half the citizens don't give a damn because they don't live here. That's it. That okay, is. and that's all I got to say about Asheville and developers and all that. Because you know what? We're coming up on leaf paper season. If I think it's hard now, <laughs> what am I going to think uh, the third weekend in October? I I don't know because it's so extreme around here during the leaf season. And the funny thing is, is it doesn't matter. If the leaves, if we're having a good year or a bad year, if the leaves are early or late, it doesn't matter because none of it matters. Their vacations and they're by God coming up. And so, you know, from the first weekend in October until the third weekend in October, we are hardly going to want to get out because of it. Or a lot of us won't. I don't, I don't want to be on right. the at all around here during that i'll go late at night or on a back road or something and yeah in all their wisdom the dot has decided you know hey we've got all these projects we're not going to close them down just because there are so many people in the area and it's just going to be a cluster is what it, it I is going to be a nightmare and speaking of which i'm going to change the subject oh here we go so at this uh women's retreat retreat there's a, a friend of mine rebecca that comes most years and she is in love with Bucky's. Now see how I'm gonna I'm gonna sink right into the whole uh, beaver thing. She's in love with Bucky's. Have I have I ever been to a Bucky's? Byron, have you ever been to one? I said, No, I I never have. She That's said, Well big and then it was all the stuff about all they got all those toilets and they're so clean. The bathrooms are so clean. And there's so many gas pumps. Oh my gosh, so many gas pumps. And inside, there's anything you want to buy. And she had all these products that she just loved. And so the group, the group of women, they were like half and half about Bucky's. Half of them were like, oh, my gosh, it's like Disneyland for grownups. Oh, my goodness. It's just blah, 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 blah. And the other half were like, I don't know. It's just like Walmart. You know, it's full of people. And so I decided on Sunday when I was driving back from Lebanon, that I would stop at Bucky's okay. and I get on, you know, I signal and I get on the off ramp to get out and the traffic is already backed up onto the off ramp for Bucky's. So I finally, it finally moves a little bit and I can get onto whatever that road is and swear to God, so darn full on a Sunday morning. And my first thought was, Shouldn't these people be in church? <laughs> and the answer is yes, they should. I scooted around the track and there was a gas station just beyond Bucky's and I just pulled in there because I wanted wanted to go to the bathroom, of course, and wanted to fill up with gas so I didn't have to think about it again. So that's what I did. I uh, you never I went to that other gas Bucky's. station. I went in the other gas station. I did not go to Bucky's. I went in that gas station. I got me a, they had some fresh sandwiches there. So I got me a pimento cheese sandwich and a diet Dr. Pepper. And uh, 
and gas. Of course, I got the gas first. And then I came up to the counter and there's like nobody in there, me and maybe one or two other people. And I said to the gal, is it always like that at Bucky's? And she said, uh, yes, it is. Unless you come in the middle of the night because it's also open 24 hours. She said, so the best time to visit Bucky's is like two o'clock in the morning. I just thought to myself, I bet there's not a damn thing at Bucky's that I'm missing. Or as my daddy used to say, I don't think I've lost a damn thing at Bucky's. I don't think you have either. I'm looking to see if I still have my Bucky's card in here. Oh, so you've been to Bucky's? I have been to the eighth wonder of the world, Bucky's. And yeah, now I don't have my card here because I knew I probably would never go back. It's fine. It's just a big damn convenience store. That's all. I mean, you can go get Divinity or a pecan roll, or you can go pick yourself up a, a phone charging cord. You can get expensive food. That's only good. Um, you know, although the people who like the food there love the food there. I mean, they, and people who are fans of Bucky's are true fans. I mean, yeah. you know, they really love that place and they just think it's all that and a, and a bag of chips. So, and, and I'm, I'm, it's got a squirrel. You can take your picture with the squirrel, uh, you know. Oh, is it, it a squirrel? Is it a squirrel? I thought it was a beaver. Oh, well, I guess it is. I don't know. It's something. It's I don't, a, I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a bucky thing. I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah. No, I, I don't either. So it's all right. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it is. It's not like Pedro's. Now that's something worth going out of your way for. <laughs> is that is that like south of the border? That's what it is. Yes. South oh no, I've never been there. Well, the next time we are headed out somewhere and we're anywhere close, well, to it, I'm telling you, <laughs> I saw so many signs for Rock City. See Rock City. I want to see Rock City. I want to see so many places. Let's do. No, I'm not going to say it. We'll just see if we end up with you know a little bit of time. Good Lord! End up with an afternoon crazy. You might end up with an afternoon off if you're not careful. And then if you do, you better call me, and we will end up somewhere. I guarantee it. I well, we just got to. Got to coordinate so that we both have the afternoon off at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind going to see Trish. I wouldn't. Oh, me either. I still haven't seen her house. I haven't either. And I, I've and never been out there. She's been out there for years. I know. I was thinking about that the other day. And time does fly, and that is the truth. I was looking at the podcast files, and it's like this podcast is stretching out over four years now the way that it was started towards the end of one year it's not really bizarre to think about it that way for me well we've been podcasting the whole of the covid epidemic yeah yeah we did so i'm not surprised that we have that much to talk about yeah we i could talk you know i'm a, I'm a female i can talk with the best of us you, you can too, but I know we just talk. It's it's our stock in trade. There's got to be one storyteller in every family, don't you think? 
every generation. I think so. I think so. So we had several in mind. And my grandfather was a good storyteller, and Johnny Ray was a good storyteller. Junior, yeah, I mean, they were all the guys, but I don't care. I mean, I'm a good storyteller. You are a good storyteller. We both are. Thank you. It's a traditional thing. Really We're traditional is. Appalachian storytellers. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. Have y'all done enough to Appalachia already? <laughs> There's a t-shirt. Haven't you done enough to Appalachia already? That's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> anyway yeah i know Ooh, and i'm in a good mood i didn't mean to get this shit started <laughs> i just we just talk about the fair <laughs> well let's go back and talk about that a little bit even though neither one of us went well, i haven't been in, in years and years i you know the crafts got to where they looked not as homemade they were too perfect. I used to like to go to the front, the building. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I just, I don't, I don't miss the fair. I don't miss it. I'm not, I like knowing it's there and I hope it continues, but I don't miss going to it. <clears throat> All those crowds. Too peopley. It's too peopley for me. It is too peopley. And that, the crap that they eat, that's amazing stuff. Like, I mean, you don't, want no fun, you don't want no funnel cake, Alicia? No, no, no. Oh, God, no. I'll Turkey leg for $12? Yeah. <laughs> my, my buddy Edwin talks about going to, working at a fair, you know, he's a musician. Working at a fair and then going to the bus that night to sleep and waking up the next morning with powdered sugar from his forehead all the way down into his, he said he went into a shame spiral after that. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I can see it. Oh, that's funny. Deep fried butter and deep fried everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I want to find a good cheeseburger. Asheville is quickly losing my vote for cheeseburgers and that's i know i i know it's a gross food but the steak no i think I, I i love a good cheeseburger have you tried uh, juicy lucy's yeah and it's okay it's fine there's nothing but it's not it's not that that diner burger you know yeah. like neighbor's drive-in burger or like yeah. drive-in in south carolina they have, have I wonder, have you been to Five Points for a burger? No, I haven't. That's a good idea. We should try that because it's like the last of the real old-timey diners around here that that's I know of. I, yeah, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. So, I mean, y'all got some down by where you are, diners? Do I? Yeah. Yeah, down where you are. Um, Not really, but what Hendersonville has is they have yeah that's what i mean that's what i mean yeah hendersonville has really good lunch Hendersonville's a lunch town and always has been they have restaurants there that are only open for lunch and if i if i owned a restaurant that's what i'd want to do 
because the manager comes in at nine, he leaves at five, restaurants open from 11 to two or three, something like that. You know, that, that, that I could do. That sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. And then I would offer maybe three or four things and that's it. <laughs> that would be, that would be fine as well. So, I tell you, you couldn't get away with that up here in Food City. I think you could if you made really good whatever it was you were going to make. I think. Or, or you made it affordable, unlike every restaurant in Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the $1 grilled cheese guy still exists. He's probably $5 grilled cheese now. Oh, I don't know. He used to, he used to come to the festivals and he would have he had the sign on the outside of his food truck and it basically it said grilled cheese one dollar no no and, and it was kind of rude and in your face i can't remember exactly how he worded it but it was something to the effect of if you want tomatoes don't ask if you want this don't ask if you want anything extra don't even ask it's a buck <laughs> and that's all he did is he would slap a piece of cheese down on this grill and grill it and hand it to you and you give him a dollar. It's like, okay, well, that's one. You know, there's something, there's something nice about that. Yeah. It's simple. Don't get complicated. Just give me a damn grilled cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It's simple. I, I'm quite sure it wasn't the healthiest cheese or whatever, but who cares? It was at a music festival. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, I miss a, miss concerts, and I know we've got music has come back, but I'm hearing the scuttlebutt is that the buskers in Asheville are no longer welcome. Have you noticed that? I've heard that, too, and I've heard it from buskers. That's where I'm hearing it. Have you yep. seen any buskers lately? I have not, I but, have but I don't go downtown because I'm a, I'm a native. Yeah. I'm a local. I don't go downtown. I go down to Malaprops to sign books and buy books, and that's about it. Okay. All right. And if there's not a busker in front of Malaprops, I ain't seen a busker. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen one. Now, I always drive, like, if I'm driving to Asheville, Raven, and Crone, I go through town on purpose. On purpose. Huh. Yeah, I like to. It's an excuse. But, um and, and I haven't seen one. So I don't know what's happened to this town. I think it's just been greeted away. Runt. It's been rent. 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 Oh, yeah. 